And in the year and a half since my diagnosis, that's exactly what I've done. With every ounce of energy I have. Fighting cancer has been the most challenging, eye-opening experience I've ever had. And it has sent me on an emotional journey deeper than anything I've ever felt before. Facing your own mortality is the quickest way possible to find out what you're made of. It strips away all the bullshit and exposes every part of you. Your strengths, your weaknesses, your sense of self, your soul. It also leads you to confront life's hardest questions. Is there a heaven? Will I make it in? Has this life counted for something other than just my own narcissism? Have I lived a good life? Am I a good person? It's easy to dismiss these difficult questions when you have your whole life ahead of you. But when faced with your own mortality, they suddenly take on a whole new meaning. There's a scene at the end of Saving Private Ryan that really resonated with me when I first saw it. And it does now more than ever. As an old man, Private Ryan muses aloud about whether he's lived a good life. I tried to live my life the best I could, he says. I hope that was enough. It's so hard to judge your own life to know whether you've made a mark in this world. So doing this book was in part a quest to find that out for myself. I've never been one to spend a lot of time dwelling on the past, so spending time with Lisa and looking back at our lives has been really illuminating, especially in the light of what our future now holds. It has also been cathartic. I've never felt like I had all the answers, and I certainly don't claim to now. Yet the one thing I realized as Lisa and I retraced the arc of our lives is that no matter what happened, we never, ever gave up on each other, on our dreams. I'm far from perfect, and I've made a lot of mistakes in my life. But that's one thing we both got right. And it's the one thing that is keeping me going today. So as I wrote this in June of 2009, sitting in our beautiful ranch home in New Mexico with the sun beaming down on the mountains, I realized yet again how much more I want to do in this life. Together with Lisa, I'll keep on pushing, I'll keep on believing because that, in the end, is the greatest gift we have. As Patrick and I have been writing this book, I couldn't help but be amazed by all the stories of things we've done and been through. It was surprising to me how hard we've both worked our whole lives, how focused and single-minded we could be. It must be the dancer in us, always striving to be more, do better, never settle. And that drive to be better has served us well, particularly with all that we've been going through now. Looking back now, I wish I'd done more of the proverbial stop and smell the roses. So many gorgeous, beautiful things have happened in my life, and I was too busy moving forward to really, truly recognize and enjoy them. I'm feeling different these days. Today I find myself much more willing to take luxurious, selfish pride in how beautiful a day is, the wonderful smell of my favorite mare's hair, and how much overflowing love I feel for my husband. After Patrick was first diagnosed, I found myself wanting to go back in time and fix all the bumps we had ever encountered. I wish we could start all over again so that this time we could do it differently. We could be wiser, avoid all those wrong turns we made, and not waste so much time. This time we would laugh more, touch each other more, and simply love each other in the way our true selves always have. And of course, if this daydream came true, 
I'd get a chance to live our lives together all over again, fulfilling my greatest wish, to have more time with him. In some ways, getting to do this book gave me a passport into the past, but not in the way I thought. It couldn't elongate my time with him, but it did show me that some of those bumps I wish I could get rid of don't look so bad when we keep coming out the other side. And they're a testament to the strength of what we are together. You'd think that when someone close to you receives a death sentence, it would inspire amazing insights and lessons about life. I know that's what I thought. But after his diagnosis and after I started to recover from feeling I was trapped in a perpetual nightmare, I looked around and couldn't see a damn lesson in sight. Yet slowly, as I've been dealing with getting past the initial grief and fear, living with each day that comes and running around preparing for all the things one can't possibly prepare for, the lessons have started to ease.